0: what's going on y'all it's episode five of the more watts podcast one
1: two three four five we're trying to roll,
0: man. We're trying to keep- yeah we're gonna keep going keep it we're going. here at trek summit i'm chad bennett
1: chris harvell Tron rides
0: he's gonna always give his ig i love it always, <laughs> always. <laughs> We got two guys putting on this sexy voice today <laughs> It's that kind of day, I guess So I gotta put it's the on snow. mine too it's the snow. I gotta put on my berry White <laughs> <laughs> like, <yo. laughs> But yes, welcome to the More Watch Podcast This is episode 5 We're excited to be here We got something that we are excited to talk about We always talk about these things And we want y'all to hear it So y'all can make an informed decision Because that's what it's about It's about... You know, helping our listeners make informed decisions, educating them, uh, giving them something good to chop it up with on their bike rides, the same way we do.
1: Yep, absolutely.
0: You know, so today's podcast is about can you trust your retailer? Now we are in Trek. I was gonna say. <laughs> we are in Trek Summit. Shout out to Trek Summit for allowing us to hold down the space. Um, but it's a super important like topic because. You know, the, the 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 cycling industry is booming. There are a lot of uh, new brands that are coming out, promising you things, you know, uh, telling you you will save watts, you will save energy, you will go faster. You know, so there's a lot of things up in the air. And for us, it's about like the the, the dollar spend, right? Like we already know a lot of things in the cycling industry. Super expensive.
2: Top the bottom. Put to the to the head, head, Put foot to the head <laughs> to the <tootor>. I'm head <laughs> to I'm <laughs> <of> to literally
0: <laughs> you know so um, now the reason why I thought this was or we thought this was a super important topic was because I was having a conversation with a boutique retailer mm-hmm. the other other week and you know, I walked into the store. I was super excited because I'm like, guys, there is a cycling shoe that I want. Where is it? I wore it last year. I love it. I need a new pair. And he goes, "Oh fuck that. We're off that brand. <laughs> yes, they're trash. They're trash." I was like, "Wait, you just sold me on this brand." Nine months ago, not even, nine not months. even, not, not months even, nine ago. Months ago. right? You're not carrying the brand anymore. You're telling me they're all made in Asia. What I just spent X amount of dollars on this shoe. I, I wore it so much, I trashed it. I want a fresh pair for the new season. You gotta look clean for the new season, always gotta look clean, it's you like know. Going back to school, yeah, yeah it is exactly, exactly like
2: them. The, um, the boutique spots, like, outside, unlike back country or one of these big retailers that's online boutique spots carry like three or four lines like not exclusive but yes. you go in there you know exactly what you're getting right uh, and they're, they're they're pretty specific to that spot so to you know you find something you like i'm going right back to where i got it yes. from like you should be able to do <laughs> yes. That, yes to go get where, what you want yes
0: so. because what's super tough about the cycling industry and i might have mentioned this on a previous episode but it's really hard to return things yeah <laughs> well
2: <laughs> for most of us. <laughs> for most of us. For most
0: of us, it's really hard to return things. So like, for example, not to get too far off topic, but like when you buy a wheel set, you it takes like five to ten rides before you realize like if you really enjoy yeah, this wheel set. I would set. say about five hundred miles. Like yeah. a good month of ride. You know, however you or. ride,
1: but like, you know. right like
0: you you really have to put some miles on the equipment to understand if you like it or not and by that time it's too late and then when you're ready to sell it nobody wants to buy it at retail no matter how many times you say guys i have less than guys and guys and you know like women excuse let's be clear yes i have less than 100 miles on this whatever whatever
1: But but the the magic number is five hundred. Yeah, less than five (laughs) hundred miles. Like it doesn't matter. (laughs) You go, pink bike, Facebook Marketplace, yeah, uh, eBay, less than five hundred miles.
0: It does not matter. And they're like, nope. I I refuse to give you anything close to retail, because everyone's fear is you've trashed this, and you're like, no, I literally just rode down the block. Yeah, you know. But anyways,
2: so returning is yeah, that's just a. So
0: returning it is like almost impossible in the cycling industry. And so, you know, like I'm having this conversation with this boutique retail spot, which I love because they, they carry some really cool things in there. But to hear them say, oh, this brand is trash after they just sold me on it is like heartbreaking to me. And then it makes me wonder, like, wait, you, you made me spend X amount of dollars and now you're telling me, oh, no
1: we're off that <laughs> this next we're not
0: carrying this brand anymore and it's, it makes me wonder is it the relationship as to why you're saying that or are you learning the industry the same way i am
1: yeah i i, I think it's the relationship and, and i actually have a problem with retailers that do that to be perfectly honest with you right because you know small business saturdays amex's push right like yeah In the bike industry, I've noticed that it's a huge push to support your local bike shops and retailers and things like that, right? Mm. And it's in the industry's, the big players' best interest to actually have a thriving local marketplace where folks can go in, touch and feel product, right? But when retailers are like, you know, whatever happens, right? Like the product didn't sell as much as they wanted to or whatever. You don't have to thrash it. Right. We're just not carrying it anymore. Like yeah. that's it. <laughs> like yeah. you know. Like it doesn't have to be like, oh, this is bad or you know, or now, you know, it's made in China. Like, like yo, just about everything <laughs> is made in <laughs> China. Made if it's not in China, <laughs> it's definitely in the Asia Pacific yeah. area. Like, yeah. you know, gone are the days, particularly for the Italian um kit makers, manufacturers, <laughs> right? I mean, you know, there are a few that are still hot housed in, in Italy, but just the economies of scale just don't make sense, right? Right. We even,
2: we even found out the ones that, you know, doing the research, like even the companies that are based out of Italy, mm-hmm. they still, yeah. still grab their yeah. fabric, whatever, or whatever their materials are. They still, the actual work of putting it together is over there. Yes. Yeah. They're still doing that in because actually, yeah. that just
1: makes good business sense, right? Like yeah, if, of if, if if Asia is the manufacturing capital of the globe, Because they've built the infrastructure. They have all the logistical things set up. It it, it just doesn't make sense. right? Right. Different conversation if they're paying a a living wage. That's a different conversation. But just purely on the, you know, can you manufacture my stuff at a high quality with great QA, with, you know, very low tolerances and all that sort of stuff? Why wouldn't you manufacture it? I remember when I first started, I remember when I first learned that Prada (laughs) made their stuff in Taiwan.
2: Hurt yeah. I was a little hurt was a little- <laughs> I was like
1: yo what <laughs> happened to the old little italian man that's like uh, sewing up my shoes the most or n- no shoe stitching my suit like you know I was like <laughs> wait but it costs the same amount and of course it costs the same amount all they did was cut their their cost down
0: right it makes probably sense in half. it makes complete sense you know and so when i heard that i was like damn now i got to go somewhere else cuz i still think it's a great shoe regardless if you trash it or not I have to then go find this shoe somewhere else. And mm-hmm. I don't want to. Mm-hmm. I want to shop with you. Yeah. And that's where it's like you're not listening to your, to your consumer. You know, like for me, I, you know, like owning a business, I have to listen to my Thanks. clients, you Thanks. know. And so if my client is asking for something, then let's supply it. Yeah. You know, and so if it's, oh, it's trash. I want you to move on to something else. It's like, oh, yeah, and then here's this other shoe. It's like, oh, now you want to force me to another shoe right. now that you've trashed this shoe. So it's just, it's it's, it's heartbreaking. And it makes you just wonder about, like, other things. Yeah. You know, like, okay, now that you're off this jersey, oh, yeah, it's not sweat wicking enough. <laughs> I don't care what jersey you have. If you're doing 25 miles an hour <laughs> in 90 degree weather, you're going to sweat regardless. Right. You know, like yes, I'm not saying that the, the, the fabric doesn't make like doesn't matter. It does, but like selling me on a jersey that costs two hundred versus a jersey that costs two fifty and then telling me that one jersey is trash versus another.
2: Yeah. I mean I, I think uh, there's a bunch you could dive on a bunch of products that have a margin of either that either make you faster or save you watch, whatever. That margin Versus the margin that comes on that price tag, to me, it doesn't equal up. Like, perhaps, maybe on certain things. Like, yeah. Uh, like, when they discuss different carbon layups on bikes or what have you. If you're a professional, that that shit matters big. Like, yes. You know yes. Like, yes. Yes. Those things matter. But I mean, and even <laughs> as us
1: as prosumers, right? Like, you know, like we want to, I mean, cycling is Time the out. only. Can
0: we define yeah, prosumer? Yeah, I was about to. I was, okay. was about All to. Right. Right. That's important.
1: So, so, cycling is the, I think, one of the only sports where you, can have all of the equipment that the professionals have. Literally. Like, literally, you can have. Like, yeah. soccer players, You, you I always wonder, do you get the exact same fabric that they have for their kit from Adidas or Nike, whoever the manufacturers are? You can definitely get the same boot, you know? Same thing with hoops. Yeah. Right? Football is like, like, there's something about their jerseys that they differentiate between what they make for the pros oh, yeah, and what they give the consumers. Yeah. You know, it could be very close, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But most people don't really have that touch, whereas cycling is actually pushed. You to want close. to have on the exact same yeah. thing as yeah. Julian Alaphilippe. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Matthew Vanderpool. Like you want to have on the exact same Matt Peterson. You want to have the same thing that they have. So as a as a as a writer.
2: Like like yes. yes. Yeah.
1: Like as a writer, like you have tiers of consumerism. I say the prosumer is someone who is one of two things, right? Trains a lot. Training is important. Not just rides a lot, but actually yeah. trains to try to go fast. And you want to be an uh, amateur plus, right? Mm-hmm. You're not a pro, but you, yeah. you're an amateur plus. And on the consumer side, you want to wear or get the benefit of all the things that the pros get the benefit of.
2: Right.
0: Right. Yeah, I would say that, yeah, that's a prosumer to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> your, your
2: Knowledge game is up. Like the information, like you're you're your researching. You're digging into the crates as far as the information, so yeah, yeah, you're not just on you know on the surface. And I, to this topic, I think that's a big deal, is because if you deal with these, uh, even if it's not a boutique, even if it's a, a larger company, you know, I, I don't think they assume that you know what you know, right? So when you go in to, to actually make a purchase or whatever, you come through with you already did your research, so you might pick up on some things like, did he, did he just try to, yeah, he tried a lie to me, right? Yes, yes. Okay. yeah. Yes. Happens, so.
0: see,
1: but I chalked that up to. I think at the retailer some of the employees that are hired don't have the knowledge of the full product. Yeah. Now that that seems bad but you know look the reality is reality right dealing with human beings I think just some people don't care enough. Like you know I know it, you know like you know it's a, it's a fast bike. Yeah. yeah. It's fast. You know it's <laughs> it's like fast you know bike. like you know but if you're like yeah you know I heard that you know when you built it it can save me 3 watts. They're like, oh, you know, what's saving you three watts again? These handlebars? Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like, as a prosumer, right? Like, I think we're all looking for an advantage. Yes. Like, a real advantage. You know, like, telling me, like, oh, yeah, these soul inserts top of the line. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wait, but, like, I can go to Foot Locker Word. and get some. Foot- <laughs> Word. You know? Sure. You know?
1: What's it called? Super Feet.
0: Yeah, Super Feet. Doctor right? shows. <laughs> like there are
1: tons <laughs> of insole manufacturers,
0: right? Yeah. So like, I, I, as retailers, it, it is your duty to like be honest and say, "Look, how many times a week do you ride?" And that's a the problem. They don't yes. ask enough questions. No. If at all. If Not at about all. You.
2: Not about you personally, as far as what, yeah, like you just said, how many times a week do you ride? What what are you doing? Yeah, what yes. are you looking to accomplish? You know Where are you even? Oh, I'm just, yeah, you know, man, spinning some laps in the park. Okay, that's different than I'm out at 9W three, four times right. a week. Right. right.
1: Or I'm clocking, you know, 150 to 250 miles a week. Yeah. Yeah. One is
2: not better than the other, but it's how just I different. Approach yeah. You, yes. What you need, that's a totally different story. And the
1: yeah. only retailers that get that question right are the running shops. Oh my God! They legit yeah. like the—I don't mean the footlockers, but I mean like the, the actual the running true. stores, right? Like they'll yeah. come in, they'll have the little treadmill in, and watch you walk, and yep. have you run, and try to understand what your gait is to figure out what's the best shoe for you.
0: Yeah, you know, it's like, you know, like I'm, I'm broadly speaking here, but bike shops will just go like, "Oh yeah, you like that, uh, Pinarello over there." <laughs> That Dogma F-12, that's 15 grand. 15. Sure. Yeah. What size? What oh. size? <laughs> right. And then, it, it, the, the consumer goes, I don't know. Oh, yeah, you're probably good in the 56. Right. <laughs> everybody fits in 56. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, you like 5'10"? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 56. 56 right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it's like, we actually know someone that ended up buying a Pinarello who had no business being in a Pinarello. Yeah, yes. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah, you right. know, like... And it's just like, yo, you just got this person to a bike that they're not gonna get their money back on. But but
1: but let's talk about that. Let's back that up a bit, because I don't want anybody to misconstrue what we're trying to say, right? When you say not ready yet, what do you what do you mean? Explain that. Break that down.
0: Yeah. So like if you're just getting into cycling, you have to understand there are different types of bikes for different types of riders and and, uh, and riding and, and riding and terrain. Yeah. Yes. You know, so you have your your e-bikes, your gravel bikes, your, your road bikes, your race bikes, your time trial bikes. There's mm-hmm. all these different types of bikes for the environment that you're in. And so if you're like, hey, I want to get into road bikes, there's a specific bike for that. Yeah, even in road
2: bikes, they're yeah, categories. Out. Yeah, yep. even, yeah,
0: they're categories within road bikes.
1: Shameless plug, go to Black Watch Cycling on YouTube. <laughs> we have How to Buy a Bike, three different episodes road, commuter, and mountain. Check yes. it
0: out. Back um, to you, Chad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Um, so, you know, like if you're just starting out, some of the questions that should be asked, asked when you're purchasing your first bike, or if it's been a while since you've bought a bike, is how many miles do you plan on riding? You know, um, do you you know? Are you looking for a comfortable ride? You know, like even if you go like, oh yeah, I'm not looking for a comfortable. Ride. I'm looking to get arrow. That may not be what your body is telling you, right? Or what you your know, body is capable of of what your body.
1: Especially if you're new to riding, right? Because you can be great in other sports, correct? But cycling doesn't translate oh, yeah. in terms of for real for real. <laughs> <laughs> talk about <laughs> it. I'll talk it's, about no, it. It's,
2: it's a difference, especially like coming from track, playing football, whatever. You, you know, you, you think you. I think you got something you nice point. with it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sitting on a bike and, and being in the positions that you need to be in, it's definitely a different story. Um, as far as a fitness level, <laughs> now I, I think to Chad's <laughs> point, as far as like maybe just not yet, it's just that you, you are not yet used to that. Yes, and once you become used to that, okay, now you can make the decision like, Oh, yeah, I want to, I feel like this type of a rider, or when you start digging in, you'll know what you want to do. Yes, yes, and now you can pick and choose a category. But for you to go into a shop. Somebody throws you a Pinarello, and if, I'm sure a lot of people know, but if you don't know, that's like one of the you know, top of the food chain type of pieces of equipment. Like, for yeah. somebody to toss you that off the rip, and you there's no information exchange, that's kind of crazy.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. And to to be clear, right, like when we talk about arrow, we're talking about the position that you're going to be riding yes. in for X amount of miles. And so, you know, it's almost like for us to sit in these stools, right, like this is... All right. it's all right but like you asked me to sit on this this stool for hours I'm gonna be like no that's not gonna happen <laughs> right. I need okay. to be in something with some some comfort oh. and that's gonna recline and that's the difference between the types of bikes you know and so when you're hitting uh, speed bumps rocks you know the the that that road is beating your back up Yes, <laughs> it is tearing yes. you up it is not comfortable so even for o to be a uh, Ex athlete from track and football, and what was the bike that you first got on when we started riding? Oh, when
2: I when I first got, uh, I had I mean I rode fixies and all that, but when we when I first started like during the pandemic and all that, actually I came here and, and Donnie was walking me through it. And I, I just information-wise, I had no idea. So he's he did. He asked me questions like, "What do you want to do?" My answer was, "I don't know." <laughs> and <laughs> and these that's okay. About they want to ride twenty miles. Twenty miles to me was crazy. <laughs> so he, his thought process was, "All right, so let's. You're not really sure. Let's make sure you're comfortable." And um, so Trek makes a. You know, they have the Madone, obviously Amanda, and then there's the Damani, which is more of a long distance endurance, endurance bike, bike yeah. and that's endurance. what i was on and i can't lie to you it was wild comfortable so
0: yeah that i mean endurance bike is great when you're first starting out if road riding is what you want to do you know and as you start to understand your body and the, how you want to perform and you're like okay i want to go faster you'll know yeah, yeah. <laughs> you'll I mean, know
1: and one of the things that a lot of folks don't talk about when they're going about bikes i mean i even heard it in track i mean and, you know we do, you know track is really cool with us we, we have relationship but sometimes not in this particular track store but i've been in other track stores where they're not asking about they're asking what kind of what type of riding but they're like what really differentiates a madone let's say from a domani is the position the bike puts you in
0: yeah right like literally the the opposite yes
1: the (laughs) domani kind of has you sitting more upright not like city bike divvy bike style but just more upright than the madone which really has you kind of down and stretched out right because it's an aero bike right yeah so they miss that piece, too. Mm-hmm. They miss that piece, too. And listen, in an ideal world, you'll be able to have an Amazon of bike shops where they carry 12 different manufacturers and you right. can try them all. Right. Like, yeah. you know, and as a matter of fact, I think the retailers don't do this, which is to say before you buy my bike, we should get you fitted. Right. Yeah. Full stop. Because I made like Chad and I are the, the same height. But the way we position ourselves on the bike is not the same. Yeah, <laughs> no. child to get on my bike is like, what is going on on yeah, your bike,
0: Yeah, I'm literally like, <laughs> like
1: stretched all the way out, right?
0: The yoga position on <laughs> Chris's bike. Yeah, it's super important, you know. Like, you had thirty twos on that bike, right?
2: I had 32 millimeter tire. So when you see, it's not it's not a vast yeah. difference, but it's so it's just so noticeable, like when you're actually riding. So right now, all of us are on. 28s, we've been on 25s or 26s before. Yeah. You know, like, strictly for racing, obviously, because I'm not sure where y'all are from, but <laughs> Jersey is part crazy. The roads and all that. So yeah. it's, it's a mess. But the 32s were, I mean, it was just super comfortable. And a, a lot of bikes, you can fit them on that. And there's a, a different range of, of size of tires you could use on the different wheels that you have. So there's just so much information. You need for to you be to informed. Just go cop yeah. and, and they just tell you, like, yeah, get this. It's out of control. Please don't. If you're in the process of buying a bike, don't let that happen. Don't let it just happen when you go in. They point something out and you just walk out with
1: it. Or if you're just clear that I want to ride my bike like I used to when I was a kid, (laughs) right? Like I'm not no because this matters, right? Like if I'm not trying to get into the sport of cycling, right, right. But I just want a bike that I can get on,
2: (laughs) pedal around
1: for 30 minutes. Then your body can pretty much. Do that on any
0: bike. Listen, I will tell you, I bought a BMX bike last season and I tried to bunny hop. It is not the same. (laughs) It is not the
1: same at that age.
0: (laughs) It is not the same from when you were 13 to now you're, you know, I'm 25 now. (laughs) Right, right, right. right.
2: 25 times (laughs) 1.5. 25 times 1.5. You know? So, Uh, what about, so, all right, so what about not just the bike itself, but and even in the stores where they try to sell you, but like, you know, what about the components? Like, I see a lot of people with the the oversized pulley wheels and. Oh man, literally!
0: Can we
1: can we talk about this? Cause
2: no, nah, I'm ignorant to it. I mean, I get Yo, it. let's now, let's I, I, talk about load. this, and bro.
0: Hold on, I I, I have an oversized, and, and there are a lot
1: of folks that we ride with,
0: yeah, that have them, but. Let's be clear. I bought mine for pure aesthetic. And that, oh,
1: okay. that's what I love about you. Can we talk about how I love that about Chad? <laughs> Chad will
0: be honest. Like, this
1: ain't about saving watts. No. This just look
0: hot. It <laughs> looks it hot. makes my shit look pure fast. Pure aesthetic. If someone yes. comes to me talking about, yo, I'm about to save five watts, I'm going to say, yeah. Right. <laughs> so In fact, that's not a conversation for me. I just <laughs> like
1: the way it looks because it's spinning. All so yes. technically,
2: I mean... With with that piece of equipment, is it is it supposed to actually, and even if it is, how how does that work? So
1: so let's break this down, right? Like so, we have us as riders, and then you have the drivetrain efficiency, right? Like your chain, your bearings in your in your in your bottom bracket, mm-hmm. the bearings in your pulley wheels, right on your um, derailleur, and the bearings in your front hub and your rear hub, right? right? Like that's the drivetrain efficiency. Then you got the other part. part then you have tires. Like that stuff that's all related to friction. So there's watts that are related to that. And then after that, you have your frame, your actual bike, right? And then you have you as a rider. Right, Right. which is probably the most important (laughs) piece. (laughs) I mean, mean, any journal you look up will tell you that as you increase your speed, like the force that's required to be more aerodynamic kind of doubles with your speed. I'm sorry, squares with your speed. So the rider is the biggest inhibitor of going fast, right? So you can save the most amount of watts from doing things with the rider. Like, so things like clothing, changing your clothing from a baggy clothing to tighter fit clothing, works. Changing your helmet from the big helmets to one that's a little more streamlined, a little more aero, works, right? But the biggest out of all of them is your position. Riding upright Mm. like this versus down, Right, mm-hmm. reducing your frontal area works, but now let's talk about this drivetrain. Let's talk about this. Look, <laughs> like right? getting all excited. Yeah, no, let's kidding. talk about this, <laughs> this drivetrain. Chris's favorite topic. It is, yo, because <laughs> if we're talking about dollars spent for watts saved, tires are the biggest one. Tires and wheels, but even before wheels, tires, because you can get a great set of tires with some decent punch, punch, puncture protection because we know there's some fast tires that yeah. ain't worth a damn in terms Soft of stopping from in the flat. They, they
0: Your PSI matters too. Going
1: from a regular Butyl rubber inner tube to a latex tube saves you like seven watts per wheel. Per wheel. So that's 14 watts just by having a latex tube. Now they're finicky. They're precious. Yeah, it's right? yeah, so precious. But it saves Take you it 14 watts and it costs you probably no more than 40 or 50 bucks. right versus if you get the whole shit ceramic bearings right like wheels <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. like
2: it probably hub, all actual, saves
1: you together maybe 5 watts
0: maybe
2: now now if you take total if every everybody knows the parts like if you take the bottom bracket the hubs and the wheels themselves that pulley system is which is the the extra piece you put on the back derailleur and add the cost up Yes. I'm trying to see how much that, let's see that.
0: That's like 2 grand, bro. Yeah, that's right. You know you what? Know, you know about like grand. That's about 2 grand. Yeah. Yeah, like everyone's like, "Oh, you got the the ceramic speed." I'm like, "Yeah." They're like, "So, do you feel any difference?" I go, "No." Right. Cause
1: you're, cause you're not? Nah, nah. I mean, can we really tell the difference between 5 watts if you're going no. if you're going 225 versus 220 watts? No, no. <laughs> no, no! It helps over like a two-hour ride. You'll save a minute,
0: minute and a half. Yeah, but, but there are, are it with so friends, many things you yes. could do. You could take a bottle cage off a whole and, water bottle. A whole water bottle. Water, yeah. You could, you know, lose five pounds by just changing your diet, or we go
1: from your arms being straight to just maybe a slight bend,
0: strengthening your core. Yes. You know, which
1: allows you to get in that position. Yep. Right. Improving your range of motion. Yep. Your so flexibility. So just be honest. If you want to get the pulley wheel, just get say it.
0: That shit is fire. It's <laughs> just fire. It's just fire. Yo, yeah. and the same applies for wheels. It's
1: like Bembro brakes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and all you do is drive
1: your Porsche back and forth. <laughs> you know You're mean? not <laughs> racing. You're not racing. It just looks, looks well. hot. It, it, looks it looks hot.
0: Yeah. I like the red brakes. Yeah. You know? Like it that was, shit it is looks fire. looks
1: fire, but, you know. Like the yellow ones. Yeah. Instead. <laughs> right right, that's what right right, right,
0: yeah but the same goes for wheels you know like i see i see a lot of folks out here buying you know 60 60 depth wheels chad does not like deep wheels Let's i just do not get that on record <laughs> mm-hmm. and it's like you're not even that style of rider
2: yes yeah. yes oh right there right there so um and Chad, well, we, you know, we talk all the time, but he brought it up before. Like, what's your profile? What does that look like? And I did not know. not No, not based on not you know doing research, but like, yeah, who, when you're riding, who are you? Not yeah. We could go on a, a, a group ride where it's like 20, 40, 50 people. And we're just, you know, we're just telling them we're going to this spot. We're mm-hmm. going to eat. We're going to go over. Yep. So I'm not talking about that. I mean, when you're, if you're in this for a particular reason and you're getting after it, Whatever that looks like, whatever you, that looks yeah. like, there's a, yeah. there's a, there's a, there's equipment for that. Yeah, like
0: what is your strength? Yeah, like we have some what riders. What do you enjoy? Yeah, yeah. what do you like, enjoy? What do you enjoy? Because we've got, we have riders um, that are part of our club. They are phenomenal climbers. Yes. But they don't do well on sprints, and that or they're not as fast on
2: sprints. They Plus don't they, like t- they get the tucking. Shout out to Eddie and Mike, man. They yeah, get the, yeah, man. <laughs> is yeah. Super quick. With it, First of all, can <laughs>
1: we say they end up melding into the damn bike? Because they're, <laughs> they're <getting laughs> super Yo, how bike. are you so damn low, bro?
0: You know, and then we have some folks that are phenomenal sprinters. I myself, I'm not the best climber. I'll tell you, I'm okay at climbing, but like, I'm okay with you letting you know. Going past me on a climb. That's just not who I am as a Mm rider. So for me, I'm looking at my strengths and how I like to ride. And I'm saying, okay, this wheel doesn't help me or doesn't benefit me or give me the proper advantage on on rides.
1: Based on what you enjoy and how you like to ride.
0: I'm a twitchy rider. I like to get out of the saddle. I like to sprint. You know, I like to, you know, if if we're pacing and I fall to the back. And if you know, once you fall to the back you need to have that that quick little burst to get yes. back in. I that's the type of rider I am. And I realize that my rider profile and that 60 mil depth uh wheel doesn't work doesn't, doesn't work for work. me. Yeah.
1: Cuz you got to really wind those up. You can't get the quick burst. Right. On um, you got to wind them up.
0: Right. Yeah. And so that you know like some people don't even realize that they're they're they're, they're not taking full advantage of their rider profile because yes. they they care about looks. Yes,
2: that's cool. That's what. That, yeah, that's but, but a good that's thing. okay. Yeah, that's okay. As that's long cool. as you
1: are honest with yourself, right? Right, and you're not getting frustrated because oh, oh I, I, it's like yo, like if you want to really become a cyclist, then you need to pay a little bit more attention to how you like to ride and what can mm-hmm. help enhance your ride.
0: Yeah, because I when we when we're getting a bike fitting, uh, Chris was with me one time, and he uh, you were saying like Chad, how are you so on. How are you so in touch with your body? Right, yes, yes. <laughs> Yo, Chad
1: will be like, yo, move that down a half a centimeter. Uh, 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 that's, I, I can still feel. Just, oh, so okay, <laughs> that's it right there. That's it. But word, like, real shout out to Chad, though. I mean, I ended up falling into that same box. Because once you ride for 10 hours, 8 hours a week, right, once you start doing that type of riding, you begin to notice the smallest things and how it impacts your body, yep. right? And, again, a new rider wouldn't wouldn't know any of this stuff, right? No, but, you but, you it, know? but
2: if, all right, if you are a new rider or you're you're you started already, you're, you know, into that maybe six, seven, eight months, go, going into mm-hmm. a year, mm-hmm. the thing that I, that I want to impose on you is where, if you feel comfortable, I bet you it's something way more comfortable. There's positions that are way more yes. comfortable. <laughs> you, can, you, can, yeah. you don't necessarily have to buy anything, like equipment-wise, but there's things you can do to get even more comfortable and therefore you're you'll enjoy
1: and the number one thing more. is that bike fit
2: yeah yeah. Right? yeah. A, we talked about that last episode but bike yeah. fit yeah. yeah that
1: bike fit is the first step and as you ride you can start today and then in three months you're like I want to change how I ride so you go get another bike fit because now you you adjust a little bit more right like so you go back again they may change your position a little more Yeah, change your position a little more a little more a little more right yep. but yeah. a lot of folks don't do that
0: yeah I mean wheels shoes
1: can we talk about shoes?
0: Oh my, y'all! know I like. To talk Man, I about listen. About that. <laughs> Look, I'm chatting out both sneakerheads. So, <laughs> talk about so like you, you can you can buy five hundred dollars shoe, and it doesn't mean that's the right shoe for you. You know, like it's it's it, Please
1: don't just buy the shoe because it's cheap.
0: Yeah, th- don't buy a shoe <laughs> because it's cheap, and don't buy a shoe because it's expensive, expensive and you right. can't afford it. Right. Like, make sure you are trying on the right shoes. Make sure you're getting the proper inserts. Yes. Make sure it goes back to the bike fitting. Your cleat position on, on the your bottom shoe, of the shoe is also important. I know I talked about in the last episode, but I was moving once I once yeah, I you got yeah, once we yeah. got the, the cleat position fixed. Oh my gosh. I was like, right. I feel so much faster. Right. Those are noticeable things. Right. It's
1: just your level of connectivity how you become one with the bike
0: exactly right? and
1: it's you know what i'm thinking about it's like it's hard for people to probably really understand like yo y'all wild and like you know like what like it, it's when you first start riding you won't know but ask anybody that's even ridden more than three thousand miles in a year like mm-hmm. you can tell
0: yeah
1: right away when these the cleat position is different the seat for aft is different yeah right your reach is different you can tell all those things in terms yeah how it makes your body feel.
2: Somebody's mess around and changed my seat without me. Why? Well, I want to fight them. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. like, yo, you got me yeah. messed up, bro. Even,
0: even, you know, like when you take your bike to the shop and you looking at it like, well, did
1: you do something? Yeah, something? Hold on, man, let, <laughs> well, let me put tape around <laughs> everything so I know, did you move <laughs> my stuff, like, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, because it's super important. And your position and how you ride all changes over the course of mm. a single ride. Yes. You know, like when you start a ride, your body and how you feel will be completely different once you're at mile 30.
2: Yes. I think when it comes to – this goes for anything. Whenever you get into – like, I know a lot of cats that are heavy into cars, and I don't just mean, like, you know, expensive cars. I mean, fixing cars and putting cars together and kits and all of that. So they have their own language, their own culture, whatever that they follow into that. And if you were to get into it, you would be a newbie. You know what I mean? You'd be Mm -hmm. fresh fish at first, and then you would – Start to get your acumen up. It's the same thing with anything, right? So, when you start cycling, or if you're in that zone of of a year, like I said, there's there's plenty of things that could go wrong in the store that you'll mess around and like, damn, I didn't have to buy that. Like, I don't want you to waste your money, bro. Like, yeah, I I don't want you. I really don't want you to waste. I I,
0: I did that so you won't have have to to do that.
1: (laughs) Right, but that's like Jay Z song, right? Imaginary players, what's the difference between a 4.0 and a 4.6? Yeah, right. Like, you know what it is, right? You yeah. know, so in talking about shoes, like Chad, talk because Chad has a Chad and I both have a good number of shoes. Ak is on his way there. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not spending no money like Josh yeah. really. slowly. But Chad's shoe journey has been a little different from mine because he even tried lace ups where I never tried lace ups. Yeah, right? yeah. Like, so, talk a little bit about like your shoe journey and what you've noticed between your shoes.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I started out on...
1: Versus what the retailers would say. Yeah,
0: that's really what <laughs> right? it is. Right, Bring it all back together, right? That's really what it is. Right, right? Yeah, yeah, so I started out on a pair of physiques. Um, forgot the actual name, model a model maybe. or whatever. It was one boa on the top, strap on the bottom. Uh, if you know anything about physiques, they're sort of wide. They're a little bit wide, and so every shoe is different. And going back to what I was saying before, once some of these cycling places that you buy apparel from, once you buy it, that's it. So I was like, whatever, I'll wear it. And then at this time, I was on a gravel bike. Uh, then I got out of that shoe, went to a Giro Empire, loved it because the leather was so like supple on this Giro Empire. Nothing
1: replaced leather on a shoe, the way it wraps around your foot, yeah. especially once it's broken in. Oh my
0: gosh. Oh. Uh and that was a that was my first like tie-up. And one of the challenges with tie-ups, especially when you're on longer rides, is there, you, there's no adjustment. You know, like, once you tie that shoe,
2: it is what it is. that is
0: it. Yeah. So, if you're on a ride and it's cold, and that shoe is tight, you're cutting off circulation, your it feet will get cold. <laughs> cold. Um, But I still love that shoe. I love the look. Um, and at that moment, as a cyclist, I didn't really understand my body and how I would like to ride. But that was actually when I got my first bike fitting and they changed the cleat position for me. And so I started to feel more powerful through my power transfer. And then I moved to uh, this season. I got out of the the Empire, the Jiro Empire, and we got into our favorite shoe. Yes, the suplex. The suplex. You the,
1: cannot buy them here in the U.S.? No, like, you, you got to go to international retailers. I'm not yeah. switching, bro. No, <laughs> tell them why not.
2: <laughs> no, nah, well, all right. So, the the I had lace ups. I had Jiros, whatever. And the top part of the shoe, I don't know if you could tell, but the top, the plate of your foot. Mm-hmm.
1: That instep, that's the instep. Yeah. Step. When you lift,
2: like everybody knows, you push on the pedals, but there's a power transfer when you on this side. When this is going down, you're lifting this side up, or at least you should be. You should be pulling up, and the 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 is a top part of that shoe, got you covered, bro. And it's it, it's the same as the bottom is. Is hard or as stiff as the bottom is, where you could actually press down and get to it. Yeah top part is the same. It's built the same type of way. Yeah. And I haven't found that on, on anything else. So I'm good. I'm straight. Yeah. yeah.
0: And, and honestly, it depends on the style of rider you are, your profile again. Yeah, because true. if you're a casual rider, then all the things that we're talking about, power transfer, you're just like, hey, I'm just, I'm happy to be on a bike.
1: Power transfer, a.k.a. the effort that the you put effort. in. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. <gasps> Through your, your, your downstroke and back up. If you're just a casual rider and you, you're like, look, guys, we're just out here to go grab a coffee and a beer, you're okay.
1: Whatever whatever fits your foot. And doesn't it give you hot spots, it's spots, is good. It's comfortable. Yep,
0: yep. yep. But if you're out here and you're hammering it, And you're in group rides where you guys are really pushing it and you're going hard. Or you're doing long rides. Yeah, long rides. But
1: you're doing centuries, 80-mile
0: rides. Yeah, you're doing tempo and thresholds. You know, like you're going to want something that's going to be a little bit more secure around your entire foot and that actually grips the back of your heel because you don't want heel slippage. Um, And so the suplex actually gave all three of us that. So if you look back at our Blackwatch Cycling Instagram, that's the handle, you go back and see a lot of the the pictures. We're all wearing the same shoe, and it's because we found this shoe and we loved it, and we all were looking for that same experience because it has that carbon plate over the top, mm-hmm. and we hammer it sometimes. Yeah. Um, and it's also a great comfortable shoe because it vents well. It does yeah. on summer rides.
1: And by the way, and that doesn't mean that physique won't work for somebody else. Oh yeah, else. It, doesn't. it doesn't. won't work for And like, you know, like feet are spe- I mean, feet are very unique. Oh yeah, right? because but like snowflakes
0: now. I wore like three different shoes This past season <laughs> And
1: then you found the one That was like This is the shoe Yeah Inrespective you know, of how I'm riding Or how long I'm riding Or right. whatever It just works
0: Yeah Cause I, I was also in Bontrager triple X's Which I, they
1: love Me not so much Yeah no, I, I dig them Yeah, yeah
0: I, the, the flag joints I I still wear those You know So um, But the suplesses For when we were hammering it That was just more of What was great for My body And my foot mm-hmm. I think the
2: the, 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 the the for this point the summary of this whole point is in order like if you again you really have to know who like who you are what you want to do yeah because it's just all that matters now it's like yeah i, I definitely want to i want to try to increase fitness i want to get after this i'm gonna stick with it for a while then there's certain things you can do yeah. and go down that path if you just ride you just ride and like, this yes. all goes
0: back to the types of questions your retailer should be asking yes you. You know, and like I know this it is. sounds
1: like a lot, right? Like yeah. you want to go buy a bike. Like I said, when you're a kid, you're like yo, that one looks nice. I like the color. Let me grab yeah. it and go. Like no, it's actually a lot involved. The helmet, the gear, the clothing. Now we're talking about shoes. Yeah. Not to mention the actual things on the damn bike. <laughs> like it's on, it <laughs> like seems on it can be it can be intimidating. But if intimidating. you're if you're watching this or listening to this, and you want to just start cycling, don't let any of this get in your way, right? Like yeah. Just, don't go to your local bike shop and just say I just want to ride my bike and they'll help you find something make sure it fits your budget and all that yeah. then ride just, yeah. just just ride for three four months a summer Yeah. so you can understand
0: actually you know as I think about it uh, a retailer they they are like consultants they're advisors yeah. you know like you should some not- better than others but yeah <laughs> you should not go into a bike shop and not at least have a good hour or two of time set aside for yes. this purchase yes it should not be a, or at least say hey i'm gonna spend an hour with you today i'll be back next week do yes. your own research yes and
1: then come back
2: yeah
0: yes yeah, it's, it's
2: it's not the same but it's akin to car shop you could not go to a car dealership and just be like hey, let me get a car
1: but some people do that because they're just do. like i've always wanted x no, mm-hmm.
2: but you know. But even if you wanted that, you be like, "Yeah, I want that." That's yes. well, that's different. Just I just want something. I'm saying you don't know. You're you're you know you need a car. You're right. Trying to get a car, but I don't yes. know anything. Yeah. Just let me get a car. Nah. Do you. you, <laughs> you, <do> you... <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, you gotta you on like, mean. what's the gas
1: mileage yeah. you need? How much space do you need? You have kids. Yeah. Because those type of aw, things, man. you
2: have to ask those questions. They definitely have to ask you those questions in order for this transaction to be on the up and up. Otherwise, like. You don't want to be at a loss ex- we don't want you to be at a yeah, loss. yeah
0: the experience goes downhill yeah. and then you're not riding a bike it's just collecting dust yes that's that's typically what happens
2: yes you, you buy a gym bike. membership <laughs> yes, you, yes. yes. I mean? like,
0: you buy a bike you realize you're not having fun for whatever the reasons that we've mentioned on this episode or others and then that bike just sits in the garage and that's not yeah that's not fair to you or the bike yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. But let's take a moment
1: for coaches. Coach Chris's Corner.
0: Yeah. Oh, by, so here we go. education segment. Here we go.
1: So today's segment is on nutrition and hydration. So you hear us talking about going on rides of different durations and that sort of thing. But how you prepare for the ride can make a huge difference. Sometimes you hear some cyclists use the word bonk which basically means you run out of everything like you like you have no more fuel in your body to continue and your body kind of like hits the red button and shuts down for a little bit until you get more water until you get more sodium or until you get more carbohydrates so i would say before any bike ride irrespective of the distance always make sure you're fully hydrated You
0: cannot (laughs) hydrate as
1: Chad drinks. water. You can't hydrate for a long ride the morning of the ride. Like you have to hydrate a day or two prior so that that level of water and and hydration can be a part of your system. Then when you're on the ride, you want to bring things to assist in the continuing of the hydration. Right. So you use drink mixes or buy a Gatorade or something like that. And in terms of nutrition prior to the ride, if you're doing a longer ride, you want to eat something that's a little more heavy in carbs. Right, so oatmeal that morning or whatever you can do to kind of carb fill up carbohydrates are your friend in cycling because it's an endurance sport right there's a weight issue that happens in cycling too we'll cover that on another episode but don't worry about that for now just make sure you're getting your carbohydrates pre-ride the night before or the morning of and then while you're on the bike try to have every hour of riding try to have a bar something yeah. or gel yeah to try to get some carbohydrates in you to continue your fueling, right? Like so it's very important that we continue to 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 eat and have the carbohydrates that we need to act as fuel as well as to hydrate. So right. yeah, that's my uh educational Yeah, story, I right?
0: mean yeah. even if you can talk to a nutritionist and yes. that's also important, um if you can, but talk about your diet before long, let's just say we're doing 50 miles. Talk about what you do the night before, and then what you do during the ride for yourself. Yeah, so
1: so if I know we're going to go on like a 50, 60 miler, the day before, that morning, the day before, I'll eat oatmeal. For lunch, I'll have probably pasta. Mm -hmm. For dinner, I'll have uh, maybe some fish with some rice or something like that. So I'm actually kind of carb loading a little bit prior to. But I will also make sure that I drink three to four liters of water that day before And then the morning of I always have steel cut oats If I'm going to do a long ride Steel cut oats And then what I'm bringing with me Is we we love Team Kitchen Don't we love Team oh, Kitchen? Oh we love If you team have kitchen. not heard of Team Kitchen Please go to Team Kitchen's website It's team an apple pie in a kitchen. pouch yeah, Yo it is that. so good But what's great about it is It has an oatmeal consistency Which helps with the digestion of it Right, so your body doesn't have to work as hard While it's already under stress So I'll bring a team kitchen I may bring a stinger cookie
0: yep.
1: I may bring a gel I'm not a big gel guy But I may bring a gel But I'm definitely
2: bringing probably some blocks and yeah, well, When you out there man Share with your brothers and all share. Around, If Share Yeah it, you know yes. I, I
0: brought gummy bears on our last yeah, that, ride I hit that, The gummy <laughs> bears hit The gummy bears hit nicely
1: But there'll be people who want to ride So let me, let me finish So then I'll bring two water bottles One, bo- One water bottle will have a drink mix in it that's purely for that has electrolytes and stuff like that the other one i'll have some liquid form of carbohydrate right so there are drink mixes that can give you carbs within the mix so once we stop if we ever we know when we stop if we stop in a place for water i'll actually get a bottle of just pure water then right but that's usually what i'm doing but i want to switch gears and go pick up where you said because there have been people who go ride let alone Sir Ockington here with Mr. One Bottle. Mr. Right. One Bottle the golden himself. child AR who like eats fig leaves <laughs> while he's riding, right? Most people can't do that. No. <laughs> right? Like, and they'll come out with two bottles, but 10 minutes into the ride, they've already finished one bottle, which demonstrates their level of hydration.
2: Yeah, they're, they're dehydrated. They're already dehydrated. Yeah.
1: 10 minutes into, the, into a two and a half hour ride, your first water bottle is done. That's no bueno.
2: Yep. Yep. That's a big problem.
0: Yeah, but even your 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 sugar level. and That's why yes. I had the gummy bears. When yes. you when you're on, if it's eighty degrees out, even seventy degrees, and you know, it's it's warm, and there's some humidity, and your body is cold, mm-hmm. that's
2: that's a problem. Yes, <laughs> I think I think this gets lost only because you know once you stop, you get it. But while you're while we're moving the whole time, and I don't even care how if you're going hard or not, you understand how much fluid you leaking. Yes. You you get, I don't Your know, level of perspiration is super high. Yes. It's just like water is coming. So even if you drink the night before, like you said, you find yourself, you're on the rocks. Hey, hey, and you just dump it. Yo, you are, you're done. Your you're body done. just drops so everything, Especially when it's bro. cold
1: because you don't sweat the same, right? Yeah. Like, right. But you're, you're still using the same level of energy. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, it's you're just dry. drying up it's, faster. Right, right, right. <laughs> you just, you know, it just isn't coming out the same way or showing up the same way because we have on layers, right? right. You know?
0: tired. And if you can't avoid alcohol please try the night before. Again,
1: unless you're going on a purely social ride and yeah, everybody's just kind of slow rolling it and, you know, it's a, it's a social ride, right? Yeah. Like, you're just riding from one drink spot to the next and, yeah. yeah, you know, do your thing. But Because I really, can
0: smell the Hennessy coming out, out your Yes! Body. Word! <laughs> <laughs> I can smell drink it. <laughs> vodka, people.
1: It doesn't come through your pores the same
0: way. That if brown you want to drink through. the Henny, Drink it, but I can smell it. And for our
1: cigar lovers, probably that's not a good idea. <laughs> you're know, not, a good idea you not gonna make
0: it. You're not gonna
1: make it. You're not as young as you used to be. Yeah. And even if you are young, you're still trashing your body.
0: Yeah, it's not good. Yeah. No. No. Um, but now this was a pretty dope topic. I think we could actually talk about this for hours. We can, because
1: we didn't even get into carbon layups. Ooh.
2: The difference between. Like particular bikes, tell them, tell them, tell them what the difference is. Yes. So like, so for example, right. <laughs> tell them what the difference is. Some
1: bike manufacturers, so we're in Trek right now. Trek uses OCLV, which is an acronym for the exact type of carbon that they're using. That's all that is. But they give different numbers. Mm-hmm. You have 500, you have a 600, and you have a 800, 800. Okay. Well, 800 is their best layup. Now, other manufacturers have something similar to that. Like Specialized uses R's. Fact something R, like nine r 10 r 11 i mean yeah 11 r for the like, Venge, yeah, yeah and then 12 r the whole thing about it though is supposed to be how the carbon is laid and it's supposed to improve the feel of the ride now again like that oversized pulley wheel <laughs> maybe you just want to get the highest version of carbon because it just sounds like
0: it's the best
1: i only want to ride the best
0: listen if you want the top end, get the get top end. get it
1: but if you're a new rider or even intermediate rider, eh. Yeah. eh.
0: But don't stretch your dollar just to yes. have the top end. Yes. Because yes.
1: Uh, and you shouldn't be riding with people, quite frankly, that are that are kind of bike shaming you.
0: Yeah. Like, yeah. you
1: know, like Trek does a good job because you can't really see what carbon layup it is.
0: Right. right? The, the branding never the changes. The branding
1: never really changes, which is awesome on Trek's side. And you know, BMC, like a lot of special Dale, on the yeah. other hand. That's just like yeah,
0: yeah. They're you throwing see? it in your face. <laughs> yes, <laughs>
1: they throw it in your face. Like yeah. he has the expensive bike and you don't. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Same manufacturers like Lexus and Toyota. Yes. Yes. Or any other car brand that has a uh, a top end and a mid tier, whatever. All, of all All of, Acura, all, of, all, of all of all of them. All of them. All of them you have know, it. But literally, we're talking grams. Yes. Hundreds of grams. Hundreds. Not like... Yes. No, not even not like... Even 100 grams.
1: Sometimes it's between 75. Like Trex, the only difference is like 65 or 80 grams. Yeah. Difference in weight. But they say, per Trex marketing, right, the way the carbon is laid up, it makes it stiffer in certain directions and and more comfortable in other directions. So laterally, it's more comfortable. Um, and vertically, is more comfortable, but laterally, it's stiffer.
0: Right. You, know? you put a pro on... A a low tier bike You still getting smoked Yes (laughs) You getting dusted On your $15,000 bike Yeah
1: So you don't need To have the 15 grand bike You don't need to have The 8 grand bike Right Because What's the difference Between an 8 grand bike And a 15 grand bike It's not the It's not the carbon Of the frame Mm -hmm. It's the group set
0: and your pockets. Yes. <laughs> your wallet. It's so really you. It's, like it's really, really you. the difference it's really between the high-end group
1: set and the mid-tier group set versus the low-end group again, set? Once
0: again, you could have the, the low-end group set, but your fitness level could be all the way through the roof, and you're still, gonna yes. <laughs> yes. You're
1: yes. still going
0: to perform. Yes. Yes. You're still going to perform. You still have to put in the work. You still have to get on a bike. You still have to pedal. You cannot
1: buy your way into speed. You cannot
0: buy your up, way up into Up until a certain speed. point. Yeah. Up to a certain
1: point. Like you can buy the best kit that's the most aerodynamic, the best helmet, the lowest rolling resistance for wheels, the smoothest drivetrain friction. You can do all of that. But if you only ride three hours a week and you're riding with someone that rides 12 hours a week. It, you ain't gonna be faster than yeah. it. I'm, I'm smoking,
2: y'all. i just wanna lie. To you. <laughs> like, you know, you know and, it, and if you're and if you're not
1: in it for speed, the same thing, right? You won't be able to ride as long as they can ride. Yeah, you just don't have the muscular endurance and all that sort of stuff. Yeah.
2: But usually
1: you're doing all those things not to help you ride longer, but to help you ride faster. Right. You know? yeah. Right? Pure that's to help you ride faster. Right.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: So
1: if you're not into riding fast, eh?
0: Don't chill. don't don't don't, don't do buy it. don't buy that topic. Do it. Like, I'll never forget I was in Florida and I seen this older gym and he had to be about like 70 and he was he was on an S-Works tarmac and I was looking like
2: he wanted that S-Works though he, he wanted,
0: wanted that S-Works want that. And, I, <laughs> and, and that's okay like, that's okay. like yo, okay.
1: I've always been riding the, da, 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 da. Right. I'm getting my to S-Works
0: yeah yeah that. and it, like I said go get it yes but is that the right bike when i'm 70 i don't know if i'll be on an s works or anything aero at that moment
1: no but s works doesn't necessarily mean frame shape it's just correct highest the
0: car, hard. yeah because there's other
1: right so uh, homie could have been on their endurance yeah comfort yes yes i bag. will
0: probably at 70 it'd be dope to be on an aero bike but that i that would doubt be dope. If on i race doubt bike, that would be I, dope. I will be on an aero <laughs> bike i yeah. doubt it uh
1: we're gonna send you good vibes you, you're gonna be on. I'm it. gonna be going in to see. Okay.
0: You all right, cool. I might just be on a Damani at that point.
1: That's that's okay. Damani has some arrow frame shapes Is in there. It,
0: yeah, it's come. I'm all about I'm 30, 32s. Who knows what <laughs> <with> the bike <laughs> industry was <laughs> gonna look be like? On.
1: Yo, they're topping out though, for real. They're really, <laughs> really topping out on things that you can actually change. Just like Formula One, like there's only so much yeah. you can change at this point.
0: Yeah. Um, so well, sure. let's. That's you. a that's a great topic for another episode. Let's hold that one. Okay.
2: Let's hold that one.
0: But I think we're good.
2: Yeah, but yeah, when you when you go to the retailers, please either you ask the questions or make sure they ask you the questions. Yeah, they're not asking you questions,
1: and just or or bring a friend with you.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: bring someone that's knowledgeable. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right. Or at the very least, y'all research it together, just in case you're in there, you get a little nervous. That your friend can act as your advocate. Correct. And maybe man, remember call something. Call us, man. Call saying DM, DM us. That call. Solo. Sir Ockington is showing his oh, name. I know my phone. You hit me right on the phone.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm
0: What's that Mike Jones number again? <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, right there. Nah, but thank you uh, to everyone that tuned into this episode. Once again, you can follow us at Black Watts, Black Watts Cycling. You can also hit our website, blackwatts.cc. You can join Black Watts. It doesn't matter where you live. We are accepting new what members all you over are. the country. I don't Men, care what and kind of women. bike you have. Fathers, mothers,
2: uncles, all that cousins, aunties, come on, TTs. Come on.
0: TTs. Yeah. Oh, I don't care um, if you're if if you love riding and you want to spread the gospel of cycling. Join oh. Black Watts. Join Black Watts. Um I'm Chad Bennett. You can follow me at Chad Bennett.
1: I'm Chris at Tron Rides on IG.
2: And what's your IG? Black uh, Watch (laughs) Cycling. Hashtag no IG. No no IG. Follow the Black Watch Cycling page.
0: All right, y'all. Love y'all. More Watts. Yes, sir.
2: More Watts. More Watts.
1: Peace.